everybody, welcome to a new episode of Watch or Not with Jay and also MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. I am so upset that it's already July is over. And I feel like we do this every couple weeks. I'm like, what is going on with this world and the time that we live in? Um, are, did someone hit the fast forward button on the 1980s VCR or what's happening? I think we're just getting old. I've always heard people tell me it, is, it goes faster the longer you live. I refuse to believe that. Um, so... <laughs> I'm not. I am. Um, I am deciding to stick with my age for the foreseeable future. So you'll be X age for like the fifth time um, in a couple years. I don't know. I don't know why I put it out there like that. I didn't say how old you were. But you got put you you put enough out there for people to be able to figure that shit out. God. I mean, I could say I've been one for thirty two years. I don't under no. I. I'm turning 35 in December. You're welcome. Okay. Gifts appreciated. Money is even more appreciated. Um, who was that comedian? It and I hate to say it this way, but it was that one comedian I sent you. He's the white Italian gay man. Uh, Matteo Lane. Yes, was doing this one joke where he's like, "Look, if you still celebrate your birthday after 30 years old, you're bullshit. Just call us up and say I'm doing drinks out tonight. Make it if you can." That's what I. That is what I do. That, like, that is what I do. I don't. I don't make a big event on it. I don't. I, I. I wish that I do the decades now. I'll I, do like thirties, forties, fifties. Like I, that's that's the only thing I do. Oh, I'll never get there again. Um, but I think that I think that it's. I think there's a difference. I think mm-hmm. I understand like, like having a party per yeah. se. I get not doing that over a certain age, but I think that I think that what happens is like, up to thirty, it's like. We could have a party. We could do this. We could do that. Let's go out, have drinks, and have dinner, and blah, 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 blah. I think after 30, it's like, I feel like you should be financially stable enough to say, you know what? I think I want to take a trip and yeah. have all my friends go with me, and we can all go out to a city and have a whole birthday thing out, out wherever, or go to the beach for my birthday, or something like that, where you kind of like, you know, do something of that nature. I think that I, I, I fully support. But doing the whole like, like at the bachelorette party, like the whole ribbon across the chest and yeah, the balloons. Like nothing yeah, nothing like that. Take, okay. me, take me out for drinks, buy me a drink, and I'm, I'm, I'm good for the most part. Um, or do a thing where like, hey, we all have birthdays around the same time as friends. Let's all decide. That's a good to, idea. Let's do a destination group birthday thing. And I, I, I've had friends who, who, who do that too, which I, I support. That's cool. Um, but I've still got a few months before I turn 35 again. So Yeah, it's a while. I, I had a crisis of conscience when I actually did looking at what I did to kind of figure out ages. I was like, holy fuck. That's disheartening. But I guess that's the Sagittarius of you. That's why I have hair dye. Is it, are you Gemini or Sagittarius? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. I was, I couldn't remember what we said. I've always been a Sagittarius. Well, I don't really keep up with like, I know my sign. I know your sign because I was like, I know, it's one of the two. You don't know my sign. Sagittarius. You just asked which one it was. But I, I had it. It was a 50-50 chance. Did you? I know my wife's sign. I mean, well, obviously. It's it's hilarious. How is it hilarious? Because she's a Taurus and I, she's like a little bull. And I tell her that all the time. Oh, okay. I was like, how is that hilarious? Because she's, she's not, like, you are your sign. She's like, what? I'm like, you're just like a little bull. You just run through things. Like. I think Sagittarius is just like adventurous and doesn't want to sit still for too long. And I'm like, that's definitely fucking me. See, I I'd don't rather, know. I'd rather see Louisville burn down. I don't know if I like my sign. 
Well, you're fucking stuck with it, dude. So I was gonna say, I, I don't. I feel like people judge me, and like that's my personality because of my sign. What is your sign? Libra. And what do they say your sign is? Like the person who wants to have equality, who doesn't want to like sway the boat, wants to balance everything. I think that's wrong. It is that that's correct in in, in in a very literal sense because we can't even if we have a conversation about something that's an opinion thing, and you even if you agree with me, you're like you always want to like turn and be like, well, let me play devil's advocate here, and I and it, it's one of your traits that I fully dislike. And like, I mean, and not dislike to where like it makes me angry, but I like, can understand the other side or the other view. It, it is not that you can understand. I just I'm, I'm like, but if you agree, I can't. We just agree. Why do you have to be like? Why do you have to be so contrary? And, to be like to be like well we have to be equal it's like we don't have to be equal we can both have the same opinion it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> so i don't know why but yes it, my my, my personality is the person who wants to balance things that is fully fucking true but you know i don't, I don't let it ruin my day i'm used to it so you know it's fine <laughs> i just i'll just stop the conversation i'll just be like okay we'll talk about something else let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk, let's talk about newspapers how do you feel about those <laughs> ink is that still a thing <laughs> girl uh, I only, I can't remember the last time I saw a newspaper. When was the last time I seen a newspaper? Uh, I still see those like little like racks of like printable, mm. like here's the houses and cars for sale in your area things mm. and some restaurants or outing or like gas stations yeah. still. They, uh, they stopped doing internet weekly. Did I tell you that? <gasps> what? Yeah. They don't do it anymore. Don't they do a digital copy? I think I have it on my iPad. Maybe. Um, so you guys, we're going to talk about some, a couple things. We're going to play a game. You never play games. And when I say game, I mean I thought about this ten minutes beforehand, found something on the internet, and we're gonna play. This could be a major fail. We were struggling for ideas. No, not struggling. I'm just we like weren't. we should play a game, and I was like, let's play. I, I got stuck on it. Uh, but first, we're just we're gonna quickly discuss um, the new Game of Thrones House of Dragon um, Ooh, that yes. we um, we just said we have a plan. We're gonna discuss a plan, um, and then I have to gush about uh, one of my favorite actresses for like a hot second. One and, of, and then. Probably the only. I was gonna say. Now you say that. Probably the only one I really follow. Um, and then no, I have another favorite, but I don't really follow her like that. Um, and then we're gonna play a game. So, yay! First off, let's discuss the evolution of our interest in House of Dragon. Okay. Okay. So, when you first heard of House of Dragon, what was your what was your immediate thought? Cash grab. Okay. Okay. I think my immediate thought was. This is an ex-boyfriend <laughs> who left. Yeah. Did me wrong. Mm-hmm. And left, mutually, but left me. We ain't got a new haircut, grew a beard, and then said, hey. And then I saw him across the store like, who that? <laughs> and then I got up close. I was like, oh, I see what you're trying to fucking do. How dare you? So that was my first. You were still hurt. Because of season seven, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, so you put a beard on it and expect me to try to lure me back in? No, put, putting lipstick on a pig. That's a no. That's a no for me. So okay. that when I first heard about it, that was how I felt as well. Um, so when they released the first full trailer, which I want to say was the beginning of this year, maybe toward the end of last year. Yeah. How did you feel after that? I'm doing this in three stages. I'm thinking an initial, the first trailer. How did you feel? Like, I, we'll, we'll group in the teaser and the first real trailer. I was because I'm, I'm trying to think of the difference between the first teaser, but I'll, if you're grouping them together, because um, they were really close together, I think they were. You're right. Um, I will say, I still felt cash grab because obviously they were doing it so quickly right after the last one kind of bombed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like they needed, they didn't even really give it time to breathe. Um, but successful cash grab. I will say I saw the teaser and I was like, where do these shit wigs come from? 
where these shit wigs come from? These shaking go wigs. These wigs that they bought from I don't know um, Halloween City or whatever the fuck, and like took them out of that yeah. plastic, shook them out because I was like, this does not look professional from this teaser. And then the full trailer dropped it. I was like, I feel like that one girl shouldn't be blonde. That looks fake to me. There are definitely some people who, when you see them in this trailer, blonde it, is not your color. It is not. It, it is, is not obviously your color. not. It's not your color. Okay, now the trailer release from last week. How do you feel? Give it to me. I mean, <laughs> I want it. <laughs> <laughs> like, right i'm ready now cannot wait till this what 26th what when 21st it? 21st of august <gasps> yes oh it's like um that's gonna be a big day yeah i'm like you know what people can change people can change people can change you know you know what maybe he grew up a little bit maybe maybe, maybe, maybe i can give him a second chance yeah, okay yeah, maybe we, we, we could try this out we, we, we can you know we can figure it out is your credit better you've learned some new moves you you learned some new moves. I see that car you driving. Mm-hmm. I know you 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 start a new job. It's a startup, but you know what? You trying. And I'm gonna laugh in like three weeks, and you're gonna be like, "You treated me badly again." I'm gonna ignore these red flags. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really am. Like, I really am. Like, I'm like, okay, it does look really good. Yeah, it does, and I think that's the benefit of knowing that they had, they still have that money. Oh, like, they got that dragon throw, money to throw around. Now, here's the thing, and I told you this when I watched this with my wife. Emily's first reaction was literally, "Looks better than the original," mm-hmm. and I can give you one reason why: dragons. Mm-hmm. That hands down with the um, as many dragons and how they play it, and how that was a big part of like the build up in the first season. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, Evan, we got them now. Yeah, I that's hope, cool. I wonder if it'll if we'll get fatigued by it, but mm, maybe. But we're, we're I'm very cautiously optimistic. Um, yeah. So what we're probably gonna do, and this might change, is we're we're probably gonna do our normal episodes like normal, you know, mm-hmm. release them. But we think we're going to do something like a hot off the binge every Wednesday. Yep. Like a cute little 15, 20 minute episode recap that will release um, a capsule episode, if I may. The Westeros breakdown. Um, girl. Um. Every week uh, during the during the, the tenure of the series, just because this is like a this is, this is I'm, I'm assuming it's a big release. Oh, I'm yeah. assuming even people who are hate who still are very, very hurt by Game of Thrones are going to watch this just to either tune in so you can try to hate it mm-hmm. or tune in to see um, what it is. There's no re- I, I think it's still going to be pretty big. Super excited. Yeah. Just give it to me. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, for a quick second, I will mention that my favorite actress, Simon Schalkeller. From Buffy fame. Of Buffy fame. Of, um, like, my child. I, I, I just love Simmer Schalkeller. I think that she, first of all, is gorgeous, first of all. Um, I love that. I don't know. I, they're just, they're just, she just seems so genuine. And I know that's online and stuff. And I, I sound like some mm-hmm. weird Stan fan by saying that. But she really does seem very genuine. I feel like she's one of the few people I could probably, if I ran into her somewhere and said hi, I feel like she would be extremely grateful. I feel like she's also one of the ones you would actually run into at like a Whole Foods. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly that. Um, but she actually has signed on an executive produce. It's going to actually sign an executive produce um, Wolfpack, which is like kind of like an offshoot or a spinoff of Teen Wolf. And they announced it at um, the Teen Wolf movie San Diego Comic Con. I am so excited for this. It might be a, a shit show, 
Um, but it's going to be on Paramount Plus in I don't know how many years or maybe next year or something like that. But I'm so excited. I, I cannot wait to have Summer Shigella back on my fucking TV. Question. Yes. And they may not, and you may not have seen this. Did it tell how many episodes? Was, like, was it a limited series, like a four episode thing? Don't know. Okay. Don't care. I was wondering how many she's going to be in. Don't know. Don't care. It said she was she was playing like a, an investigator, mm-hmm. investigating everything. So I would assume she'd be in every episode. God, she's so cool. Okay. That's all I had to say. Random question because you brought it up. Uh, hmm. Should we do Comic-Con one year? I feel like that would be a fun outing. But I, I feel about, like it'd be draining. I thought about doing it once. And I was like, this seems very involved and very hard. I but mean, I'm not doing cosplay. I'm not either. But I mean, would I be down for it? Yeah. But then I think I would have been more down for it five or six years ago. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of stuff that I don't watch now, like what is going to be out there for, you know what i'm saying but but I, I've, I've thought about it it just seemed really difficult i just want to go to one of those panels where you see the comic-con behind people i just want to watch one of those live right but that's the thing is like it's like first come first serve see, it's like a weird thing and i'm like i hate waiting in lines for no reason so who knows okay um so let's play our trivia game you guys we, we found a, a, a tv trivia game and we're just going to test our tv knowledge I mean, we are a tv podcast avi and i know we look at new stuff but you know what Maybe we know some things about some of these older things. So we're going to switch off uh, together and see. Um, we are starting with the most challenging. This this test, this quiz we have has three different levels. We're starting with the most challenging level to see how, how this goes. <laughs> we may have to dumb it down for ourselves. We'll see. I've I read like the first six, and I think I know two of the answers. No, why would you read? Through? No, God. I didn't read the answers. I, I've read the first questions. I, didn't, I don't know. The, I haven't looked at the answers. Burr. Sorry. Um, do you want to start with question number one or do you want to start with question number two? Who wants to go first? Rock, paper, I don't know what that means. So it's one, two, three, shoot. I can't, I can't do it without my hand under the other hand. Okay. <laughs> you guys, I can't do, I can't do paper, rock, scissors without the hand under the hand. Like I can't just do it out. I can't just do it all willy nilly without like a, without a stopper. All right. One, what? two, three, shoot. Ah, <laughs> uh, you win. Okay, you your choice. Whatever we you want to do. We both did scissors, and then we both did paper. paper, and then I went back to rock. Right? I went back to scissors because I thought you were going to throw paper again. Yeah. All right. So, so your wait. choice. If you want to ask or receive, your your choice. Um, I will. I'm, I'm a giver. Okay. Um. So we'll give number one. So number one, Bill Murray appeared as the first guest of what late night talk show in 1982. Oh. David Letterman. It is David Letterman. I, I didn't. I didn't think he was. David Letterman long. took over for Carson, who retired like right at like eighty six ish. My 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 guess would have been Carson. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Carson, but Carson remember retired like mid eighties, so I was like, it's got to be Letterman because hmm. Leno didn't pick up to like the nineties. Okay, I don't know David Letterman was running that long. Mm-hmm. Good to know. All right, uh, number two. What actor plays Marty Bride in Ozark, the drama series? That's Marty Bird. Sorry. It's fine. It looks like it. This is an easy question. This is Jason Bateman. I assume that's who it was, but I, I haven't watched Ozark. That's not a challenging question. Fine. Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital. PPT. Um, is set of is the set of which successful medical drama? ER. Is it? House. No. Damn it. It's I don't house. watched House too. I didn't I didn't I've I never watched heard all of, of House. I've never seen House. Mm. I liked House. I don't know. He just seemed a little too conceited for me to watch. Oh, he's definitely conceited, but it's funny. Okay. All right. What is the name of Michael Fox's character in Family Ties? This I didn't know. 
I, 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 I know I, I know that the mom is Meredith Baxter Bernie. Um, I know that's her <laughs> real name. Um, I think it's um, oh 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 it's um, it's in uh, LFO Summer Girls. Um, um, oh my God! It's a line in in, in the LFO Summer Girls song. It's um, I need to get the verse. He's definitely singing along. Yeah. New kids on the block had a bunch of hits. It's in the verse. It's in the verse. Uh, if you can get the um, first name, I'll give it to you. I can't. I can't remember it. I. 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 I you have to tell me because I can't remember it. Alex Keaton. I knew it was Alex P. Keaton. Uh, Michael J. Fox was Alex P. Keaton. It's the actual line. It's itself. literally the line. <laughs> literally the line. When I met you, I said my name is Rich. Oh my god, it makes me mad. <laughs> I'm mad about that actually. The Connor family of the television show Roseanne lives in what state? A shitty one? No. Um, <laughs> you would think it's the South, but I think it's New England area. I think it's like Jersey? No, it's Illinois. Wow, I am way off of the Sorry. Who knew that? Okay. Going on. What science fiction series won acclaim for an episode titled San Junpero? Juanpero. I feel like that's Black Mirror. It is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you. Who played the penguin in the original Batman TV series? I only know that Adam West is the one who played Batman, and I and Kit Carrington played Catwoman. Kit Carrington. Who is the original Catwoman in that one? Um, I believe it was Eartha Kit. Eartha Kit. Is that what you're thinking of? Yes. I don't know Penguin. I I, I was I don't know Burgess Meredith. I wouldn't have got that either. Nope. Okay. What TV show led to the spinoff of Mork and Mindy? I feel like I know this, but I don't remember what it is. I feel like I should know this. You should. Because I know, I know Mork, Mork and Mindy with Robin Williams um, and everything. So my brain is either E.T. No, it's, E.T. was never a series. Uh, short Circuit. No. Um, 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 hey. um, I don't know what that is. <gasps> it's a very white show. What would, would, would you do? Do it again. Maybe just a, maybe I gave just you a, two hands just now. Maybe just a bad uh, imitation. Thumbs up. I don't know what thumbs up means. Two thumbs up and A. Oh, the Fonz. Yeah. So, Happy Days. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Mork was on Happy Days. <laughs> but was, he was an was, alien, right? Yeah. There was an episode where he crash landed in Happy Days. That's dumb. It, mm. What 90s sitcom usually... Up- <laughs> This is not a challenging question. What '90s sitcom usually obscured Earl Hindman's? I mean, it's, it's home improvement. Like, there's no doubt. Like, it, yeah, I'm oh. shocked I didn't call it Tool Time because I always reference it as Tool Time because that's the show he did in the show. All right, who began hosting the Tonight Show in 1962? Johnny Carson. Yep. Is that it? Yep. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what actor in the big? You know this. What actor in the Big Bang Theory has a real life neuroscience PhD? Oh, I know this. It's Amy, the uh, Mia. My, I can't ever say it. Balik, Balik. My Yeah, I yeah, can't ever say I the last that. name. I don't even watch that show. I do that. The girl who was Flower and Flower. I don't know what that means. Like she was on a show like way back when she was a kid. She's you been, mean Blossom? Yeah, she was Blossom. Sorry, <sighs> I don't understand you. She's on Blossom. Whoa. <laughs> what is the name of this dog sound used for men screaming in many shows? The name of the stock sound. Yes, I I didn't have a freaking clue. Men screaming? I don't know what that is. The Wilhelm scream. What? I the W I L H E L and Wilhelm scream. Never heard of it. Whatever. 
What long-running American TV series founded a homicide detective featured. played by Peter? Oh, featured. Neither one of us can read today, apparently. Mm-hmm. What long-running American TV series featured a homicide detective played by Peter Falk? Um, <laughs> you're not gonna get this. Magnum PI. No, I don't saw that. Um, MacGyver. No, I don't know. Columbo. Oh my God, this is very 80s. Yeah. Uh, what class of plant? Is Earth in the Star Trek series or universe? Uh, terraformed or or, or t- terramaniacs, animaniacs. Um, You're not um, gonna get it. P- uh, permafrost. It's a letter. <laughs> v, L, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. M class. L M. Oh, got it. <laughs> nice one. Uh, which Beatle narrated the first two seasons of Thomas the Tank Engine? Well, that's, you only got four choices there. So wait, five choices, four choices. Uh, I'm gonna say it's not Ringo. I feel like it's not Ringo. Is it Ringo? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what that even means. I, I don't know. I don't know how to be surprised by that. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> all right. Uh, what popular boy band includes singers who all auditioned for the X Factor? One Direction, obviously. I knew that. Okay. Who was the youngest person to ever host Saturday Night Live? <gasps> I feel like I know. I nope. Did not know this. <laughs> uh, okay, give me give me one thing. Was it a boy or girl? That's the only thing I'm gonna ask for. It was a girl. Um, I want to say Miley Cyrus. That's a, I mean that's a good. Like guess. when she's Hannah Montana, I yeah, feel like she would. Yeah, no. It was Drew Barrymore at age <gasps> seven. What? Oh, for ET. Maybe. Yeah. No, ET was eighty five, right? Was it? Then what was I she? Don't know. But uh, that would be about the same age as when she was in ET. We'll do three more. Okay. Um. Oh, so, go. Who began hosting The Price is Right after this Bob Barker? This is not a challenging question. This is Drew Carey. You get all the easy ones. That is an easy one. It's Drew Carey. Okay. What parting catchphrase decorates the tombstone of voice actor Mel Blanc? <laughs> I got who to, I got who replaced Bob Barker. And it's like, what's in the tombstone of Mel Blanc? <laughs> oh. Is it something I would know? No, but you'll you'll get, when you see it, you'll go. Oh, okay, I get this. I honestly have no idea. That's all, folks. It's Was he Porky the Pig? Probably, yeah. Who hosted No Reservations, an American travel and food show? Oh my god, that was like Anthony Bourdain. No, it was uh, it was Andrew Zimmern. Was it Anthony Bourdain? You got it the first time. I don't know why I got the easy one. <laughs> you second guessed. Okay, give me what. The me- next one was really easy. Reginald Vell Johnson's character in Die Hard had what occupation? That's easy. I don't know if it's easy because I just It's a limo Star driver. I, that's the one he had, right? Reginald Vell Johnson. Do you know who Reginald Vell Johnson is? In Die Hard? Do you know who he is, that actor? Mm-mm. Black actor. Oh. Uh, he was in Talk Walker, Texas Ranger. Maybe, but I don't know that. Then who was he in this? He was part of TGI Friday. Oh. What show we're thinking of? Family Matters. What was he in Family Matters? A police officer. What was he in Die Hard? Police officer. There you go. Okay, sorry, Reggie. I thought I was thinking of the limo driver in the in the basement that was locked in. Oh, That's, yeah, 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 yeah. Because his was uh, I forget his name in the movie in Die Hard. Either. That's what I thought about Reggie. Yeah, that was kind of fun. That was cute. I'm gonna keep that up. Okay. Awesome. I, I I was reading through some of the other options they gave, and they were so much easier questions. That was a lot harder. Yeah, some of these were like challenging. Who took a what was Bob on the Parker? tombstone? A mailbox. 
You have to know this is the kind of shit that be on Only Connect. Mm-hmm. God, I still love that show. I'm shocked I knew some of the ones I got though. Yeah, I me too. Um, all right, guys, you know what? We're reviewing the Bear. Actually, this is at the beginning of the show. FX's slash FX by way of Hulu. Hulu by way of FX. FX produced on Hulu. Yeah. The Bear. Yeah. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Today, like we said, we are taking a look at FX produced Hulu. FX original. So on Hulu, though, everything dropped at once. The bear. Wait, what's the bear, bear noise? I, I don't know if I can make a bear noise. What's that? What's that? Was that, was that, was that an animal? I feel like it was a dying animal. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> what's this noise? <laughs> Um, did you hit something with your car and now you're putting it out of its misery? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the greatest. So. I'll, I'll, I'll own up. I'll own up. I'll, yeah, I own it. I own that. I own that. I own that. Okay. Yeah. So the bear, y'all, is um, around a young chef or based around a young chef from the fine dining world returning to Chicago to run his family's sandwich shop. And that's really like a very simple synopsis, but that really is just what it is. Yeah, it's what it is. It's yeah. simple. It's not like convoluted or any shit. It's it's very it's simple. Um, it's very, and I will say before we jump into like our next thing, like casting and characters, it's a very like small, concise cat. Like there's not too many people in this show. Yeah, not really. And as we say that, we'll go into the cast. We have um, Jeremy Allen White playing Carmen Carmi Berzato. Which, when we were the, the show is called the Bear, and I did not realize it till the very end that his last name was Berzato, yeah, and that the people and I think I'd heard it a couple times. They call him Bear. Well, for short, I didn't catch it till like episode seven was, or eight when yes. they said Michael Bear, his brother. Yeah, and so I was call, like, oh, so yeah, they call him Bear. Yeah, but uh, Carmi, and you know what I love? I'm like, I love like a boy's name named Carmen. I've never heard of a boy named Carmen. That took me for a minute. I really think it's an Italian thing. I like the Carmi. That yeah, that Carmi was weird. Or like a Carmichael. Like come on. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be all about naming a kid Carmen, a boy Carmen, and then call him Carmi for short. Uh, Jeremy Allen White. I believe his biggest thing was um, in not insecure. I, that I, one show about the about the about with William H Macy and Emmy Rossum, and it was on Showtime. Parenthood planned. Um, 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 they always had issues and are always like, um, the, the, the indebtors, the, the in-betweeners. My, my, my thing won't load if I click on them, so I can't go and look. I've got it. It's, um, it's that one show. You know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I can't Shameless. Yes. He was in Shameless. Okay. Um, can we talk about, I love a guy who is accidentally muscular. I was going to ask you when we got into it, like the fact that when he was over here cutting herbs and stuff and like he has arms flexed the entire time, he was like, like. you're accidentally muscular. Where'd that come from? And he's not somebody I would normally find attractive, you know, because he's got a nose on him. But every yeah. now and then, every now and then, they would get a close up, and I would like, your eyes are really blue. I would get lost. I, I kept trying to figure out what all of his tattoos were. Yeah, I think I was too. Um, but yeah, Carmi. Carmi is basically like, he's a very classically uh, um, trained chef. He worked in like one of the, he worked in the best, what is, what is, 
known as the best restaurant on earth mm-hmm. is what they keep in calling it in, in New York. So he is, you know, amazing as far as chef, chefetry goes. Chefdom. Chefdom culinary arts. Yes, yes there we what, go. That's the word. Um, next we have uh, Iban Moss Bachrock. Who plays Richard or Richie. Jeremovich. Jeremovich. <laughs> Jeremovich. Uh, I'm just going to go call him cousin, just like Bear does. Yeah, they call, some of them call him Richie, but yeah, they definitely are like cousin. I'm like. They're not related. They just call each other cousin. Yeah, I'm like, at some point, they're going to uh, shorten this to cuz, and they don't. No. Um, his biggest thing was he was in Girls, which I do remember. Um, okay. He played Desi. He was in the season of The Punisher. Um, he was in The Dropout, which is recent. Uh, but he's been around, but I think I remember him mostly from Girls. Okay. Um, Richie is just like the loud mouth. Like, he, he's the old school. He's the yeah. one who like, I want to keep it for the OGs. Yeah, I've got the, he's got all the stories and he thinks his stories are like the best stories. And, and he can't be bothered to do anything on his, it's all on his time. Yes, yes, exactly that. I love that. Uh, we have Ayo Edabiri. Loved her character in this. Yeah, who plays Sydney Adamu and... Um, I'm gonna say I said Ayo, but I don't know if that's how you say her name. She hasn't been in a lot of stuff. She's been in Dickinson, which was a, a Apple, Apple TV. Po- yeah, she was a writer for What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, I, I get some of that humor from her. Who knew? I like Who that. New. Those are the biggest things. But uh, tell me a little bit about Sydney. What about Sydney? Tell she about is her. the sous chef, second in command. Yeah. Get it, girl? Yeah. yeah. She. Yeah. Go ahead. I say she's. Kind of classically trained. She's not as good as Bear. But she wants to be, which is why yes. she applied for two reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to come here, you know, she is classically trained. She went to CIA. CIA. Which is actually a um, school. Yeah, I know. Um, and Culinary Institute of America for those uninitiated. Um, and she went there. And it's kind of like she could work in a restaurant, but she's. I think we learned that the sandwich shop was her, one of her dad's favorite places. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is Carmen Berzato, like he is like well known. Why wouldn't I want to work under him? And learn like he could teach me and take me so much further. Right. I think there's a couple more who are bigger and then we can move on, I think. Okay. Um, I think we we have uh Lionel Boyce, he plays Marcus. He is the chef de pasteur. I can't ever say the French one, it always messes me up. But the city? Yes. He is the uh baker yeah. of the group. Yeah. Um and so he bakes the bread for the sandwiches. And the cakes for the desserts. Which he decided to, to get into after after kind of looking at seeing like Because they, they start outsourcing the bread to make save some time, save some money. So they give him more freedom to do what he wants. Yeah. And then we have uh, Liza Coyon Zayas, uh, who plays Tina. And Tina's another one of the chefs in, 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 in there. She's, she's like, I would say she's probably like the mother figure. She is one of those ones who, like, and if you want to go with the next one, Edwin Lee, who plays Ibram, mm-hmm. they've been there the longest. They were there, like, when it was, like, like not. They probably worked with Carmi's dad. Exactly. Then, like, they've know. been there since it started. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tina's, you know, very strong-willed, you know, Hispanic woman. Ibrahim uh, is very just, like, um, you know, he just, just, he just. He's an immigrant. He's trying to learn. He, like, he knows yeah. English, but he doesn't know a lot. So yeah. he's got a job where he can. Yeah. Yeah. So he could work there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really our cast, you guys. So we're going to go into plot and uh, spoiler territory. All right, everybody. Ignite your ovens. Preheat them up real quick. We're getting oh. things ready. Oh, okay. Let that dough rise. Oh, are we, do we put our, our, our bread into proof? Is it an approving drawer? Uh, we, we've already gone through proving. We're, we're we're beating it down, getting that air out. We proved, okay. 
Or what are we? What are we We're what rolling are, out the bread. What are we baking? Why hasn't um, Great British Bake Off done pizza? I don't know. I flip. That should be a challenge to make to make the dough yourself. I mean, they've done focaccia. Yeah, they should do pizza once. That'd be good. That would be good. And then tear into anybody who puts pineapple on pizza. How dare you? I don't know. Paul Hollywood tell them. Paul Hollywood would be like, mm, 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 mm. the pineapple was too wet. It created a soggy bottom. Terrible. Yeah. Get this out of my I face. I did. I went straight Gordon Ramsay on that one. Yeah, I need to do pizza. Um, all right, you guys. So um, yeah, we're gonna put our. Are we baking rolls? What are we making? Yeah, we'll biscuits, rolls, whatever you want to call it. We're, we're putting our biscuits in. We're letting them bake. Let's get into spoilers. Yeah. All right, you guys. So um, this, um, so we, this, this, I'm going to start to say this show is very chaotic. In, in oh, my God. Yes. Um, we really do get dropped into the story of like, um, of like, oh, what the hell is going on here? Um, it takes about an episode to figure out what kind of happened. I think it takes two because the first one is very chaotic, and then the second one really is when things really settle down. But I think I think the main thing that that the show kind of gives you at the beginning is like Carmi is trying to build a process mm-hmm. for this particular uh, for their sandwich shop, and he's trying to bring in money. And they mention a lot of times in the first episode, "Don't fuck with the system. Don't fuck with the system. Don't fuck with the system." And he's like, the system is bullshit. It doesn't work. Yeah. So it's a lot of, so he's coming in, getting, he hires Sydney, brings her in, and it's like, it's just a lot of butting heads. Well, and to start off, she doesn't get paid. She's doing an internship, basically. Right. So she's there to learn and gain the experience as, I think, credit for her culinary degree. Question, because I don't know if you know what this means. Um, I didn't look it up, and I should have. Um, what is stodging? Learning, like, in inter- that's what it is. Like you're there to learn at the hip, the like hip of or the hand yeah. of the master. This is why the English language sucks. Um, because I don't know the exact like verbatim. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. But yes, the reason it sucks is because is because staging is spelled like staging. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is state is staging is staging just a, a, a weird way to say the word staging to make it more you know I don't know cool or French or something of that nature. Um, but yeah, she is trying to learn. She's a, she's basically an intern. Staging um, is an unpaid internship test when a cook or chef works briefly for free in another chef's kitchen to learn and be exposed to new techniques. Hmm. It's, cool. an inter- it's an internship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so she is there to really kind of t- t- to do that, to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously everybody who's been there forever is given her and Carmi side eye. I mean, they know Carmi because Carmi's part of the family. The family. Uh, uh, uh. Well, because, and, and we'll go here. So, that his, was my Godfather impression. Did you? Did, I ignored did, it. Did you pick that up? I did. I've only seen an hour of that movie. I have to go back. Um, but yeah, so Carmi's brother Michael owned the shop before he did and yes. left it. And this was before left it to him in his will. So Carmi's right. brother Michael's now dead. Yes. Um. So yeah. So he they left it to him, and so he is. I do believe that uh, Richie is perturbed, maybe a little put off because I think he's been there helping. Mike or Mikey or Michael, probably Mikey, run that shop, I believe, this whole time. That was one of the big and points is that Michael wouldn't let Carmi in. And that's kind of what fueled him to be so good that he wouldn't let him be part of the family cook and stuff. Um, you learn more about that in later episode. But like Richie was there the whole time. Yeah. So I think Richie's like really kind of put off and kind of annoyed because I think he expected that it would be left to him and it wasn't. So I think he's butthurt about that. Very much. Um, and trying to keep his control in, in the actual, um, you know, kitchen. So that is a lot of it. And, and, and I think this show is really, is really 
said it's like a comedy drama, but I think it really is a dark comedy because like one of the oh god, one of the yeah. kind of funny things is that they have this. They have three editions. It looks like they had three arcade, the same arcade game, Ball Breaker. Yes. And he starts a ball breaker tournament, like goes on Instagram and says, hey, we're doing a ball breaker tournament. And these people are outside, like dressed like the characters. And they and the way they explain what ball breaker is, is they say it is a knockoff Norwegian Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's hilarious, though. Um, And it's like they have three of them. And, they, and so they're sort of doing like a little tournament to kind of bring in to kind of bring in money. And I think this kind of gives us gives us a real kind of look at how 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 much this place is hanging on a thread because the games are plugged into this power strip and it says do not turn off or do not unplug and tina makes a comment of like don't turn it off they will never come back on yep so that gives you the immediate notice that oh this is like they are teetering well and the fact that they always have that one guy who doesn't really work there but works there as a handyman was it freck fact fact is it fact I think it is fact. Yeah, but like everything, like he can fix like the condenser for the fridge. He can fix ball breaker. He can like he's he's that one guy who's like, I got it, I got it. Like yeah. it's just like but they don't pay him. Like they pay him in sandwiches. Yes, they pay him in food. And that was the and, and see that and that's where this this show kind of like where you kind of see like Carmi's in here like really trying to change it and people are really rebelling against it. In the first episode, you kind of see a glimpse of his genius because you because the mixer's broken. So Marcus is like well, I can't make the bread. Yeah. And because the mix is broken. And he's well, like, makes it by hand. Yeah. He's like, do it by hand. And he's like, he's like, okay. And then it's tough. And he's like, do this. Like, I need you to put, you know, water in the bottom, get steam, you know, blah, blah, blah. Tell them about it. Tell them about the bread. And he's like, don't tell me to make bread. I don't have to make bread. And he's like, can you just fucking do what I asked you to fucking do? And then he makes the bread and it's perfect. And he goes, you see the difference? And he's like, yeah, thank you. And I think that's where you really start to see just this one little glimpse of like, of like, okay. I see what's happening. And I really think that when you look at this team that's fighting back in episode one, I think Marcus is really the first one to really kind of take that and go, oh, and really latch on to it. Well, and I like how they brought Marcus in because not only was he the first one who kind of like the first domino who fell to kind of lean towards like, oh, I he like does know what he's doing. He also sparked that interest to be like, you know, I've always liked donuts and things and, and mm-hmm. baking. Mm-hmm. So he he really like, fan the flame or sparked that interest for him and right. he and he like in doing the like put the water trick in realized just like why um sydney's there as like a sous chef staging you can, can teach me i could learn from him he found his little binder with all this stuff in it found out mm-hmm. that he was a james beard was he was he james beard nominated i think he won he may have won a james beard award uh uh carmy and i think he i think it really kind of goes Okay, I, I don't think people don't want. I don't think people are saying you don't know what you're doing. I think there's. I think they're like you haven't been here, so you can't come in and come and change everything and act like you've been here and do yeah. all the stuff you want to do and expect us to be okay with it. And I think that's part of it. And also, they've been doing the same thing for so long that when someone comes in and really tries to, I don't want to say right the ship, but really kind of take everybody on a very hard right turn, they're like, "Nah, kid." I've been doing this longer than you have. Like when you come in and and you out of respect start calling everybody chef. Yeah. When you when you do <laughs> when you do with Tina. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Tina. Go no finish yeah. it. Finish but your, but finish like then you do like like the blue aprons to look more professional because everybody's mm-hmm. in the same one. When you start pulling in and doing new recipes that aren't on the menu to try to update the menu, mm-hmm. people like Richie get butthurt about it. Yeah. Um. Because uh, Tina, when, when he said chef, she was like Jeff. Who's Jeff? And he's like, 
I'm calling everyone a chef. It's a, it's a term. It's a, it's a term Sign of respect. Of, yeah. Um, but because she's Hispanic, you know, and there and there are many times at the show where, where they're like, where she's like, no English. And they go, Tina, we know you fucking speak English. Like we know you do. Shut you just up. talk to us. You heard me. <laughs> like you understand. <laughs> she did this Sydney because she was like, Sydney didn't know that she did that, and she was like, no English, and, and um. Sydney started talking to her in perfect Spanish, and Tina's like, "God, fuck this bitch!" Yeah, like, you know, exactly. Like, she's like, "Fuck, you got me." Um, but that was—I uh, I think that that was pretty funny because I was like, "Dude, she's like, she calls him Jeff the entire time." And I think after that, it's just kind of like what she's calling him. But yeah. All about the like. I always think though, because there's like a, a lot of corners. I want to ask you—you you didn't work in a restaurant though. I did. I did for years. Oh, you did? Yeah. Girl, where was I? I don't know. I was I worked in downtown Louisville and Lexington. I worked in restaurants for years. What you need? Ask the questions. I got you. I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't, I've always heard. I've always I've always seen just from watching cooking shows like the behind 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 the corner thing was new to me though. No, that's a thing. Because what it is if it's a blind corner? So there, one of the restaurants I worked at downtown Louisville, there was if you wanted to prep anything because I was a prep chef, mm-hmm. and you had to do like sauces and things. The burners were out on the line. So if I was like taking a sauce off of a pan, mm-hmm. I had to come down the line, say behind, behind, behind. Yeah. But then I had to take a blind corner. It was like a one turn. So if somebody could be coming out, I could be coming in. If I hit them, pff, that sauce is gone. Yeah. So yeah. you say corner. That way people know there's someone coming around. Mm. So you're not blindsided. This really showed me how, how sorry, this, this is really off subject. Not really. This really showed me how, how hectic kitchens can get. That Even was, when things are running smoothly, I think mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm like, this is like, this is la- how do you keep shit? Like, like when I watch like shows like Hell's Kitchen and stuff, I'm like this, I can understand why it's hard. Well, you're on display. It's, it's TV. It's a little bit more dramatic. Well, I mean like just, just in a kitchen regardless yes. of like, you, you, you have one person who's, who's expediting, who's yelling at you. Who's like, I need this, I need this, I need this. And then consequently you're trying to hear them over all the noise over all the cooking all over all of that to be able to say heard and understand over people saying behind 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 over people saying corner 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 i'm like this is really difficult to cut through that noise over pot slamming dishes washing over people cutting over over everything but you get used to it. Yeah, I would think so. But it just it seems so difficult. I think I think that was I think that was really portrayed really well in the first episode, even though it was kind of a mess. That first one, because it was first, even when you get later in the seasons and they're actually still doing everything the right way, it's still loud. So I have been in kitchens where the chef like names off the fire. Mm-hmm. I've been in places where the ticket comes through. I mean, I've, I've been in both. Um, I've never been in one where they do like the, can I get three chickens, four all day? Four all day hurt. Like I've never been in that. Mm-hmm. But I have been where chefs like I need two salmon, blah blah blah, and like you get the order and you start cooking it, and then like they're those you know, like how long is that salmon? Three minutes, chef. Heard like and like you, yeah. you have a very shorthand on what's going on, and the expedite like station is the chef, usually the main person over the whole kitchen mm-hmm. who's running the show, and he'll keep like so he'll have the tickets up and he'll head be like chef or yeah, so you have the head, the sous, then you have like the patisserie, the grill, the line, you have a bunch of different areas. Um, but it's, it's very much a shorthand and the chef is the one who's like got all the tickets. He's like, all right, um, this has got five minutes left on this one there. They have a meal with a steak as well. It's got six more minutes, but we, this one's at two. So I'm gonna move this one for like, like they're very much the orchestrator of everything. Mm, gotcha. Um, so yeah, that's, that's actually really cool to, to hear. Honestly, it was very accurate. Oh. Like I, I respect it cause it was a very accurate representation of mm. what a kitchen is. Cool. Um, and then, so, so you guys, we, we do learn more about, about Carmi. Like Carmi really hasn't dealt with his brother's death. 
at all. He's having dreams. He's waking up in the middle of the night. He starts a fire in his apartment in the middle of the night. Like he just is it understanding. And he, he has a sister. She's not really in this. We didn't, we didn't talk about her a lot, but she's not. She's a kind of the co-owner. She's she co-signed. Yes, back when Michael, Michael took over. Right. Um, and her name's I think oh, her name's not Sugar, but they call her Sugar. But that's the only thing I know her for. Um, and she is kind of like trying to talk to Carmi and saying, "Hey, you need to get yourself some help. You need to go to therapy." And he does start going to Al-Anon. I don't know how that's different from Alcoholics Anonymous, but it's I I don't think it's Alcoholics Anonymous is strictly alcoholics. This is like any things that were like abusive, like any addictions. And maybe any yeah, so he starts going to like to that because his brother was obviously addicted to stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't think he is. He's not, but I he's think, a smoker. Right. And that's about it. Um, so that is we, we he starts doing that and really trying to work through some of his own like mental mental issues and stuff like that. And we learned that he was, you know, he kind of Joel McHale makes an appearance in this as like an as like an executive chef. Who we have a flashback of him in the restaurant, like tweezing things, and Joe McKell is literally yelling at him in his ear about like, you know, this looks like shit. What are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, that I never got thing. that experience, but I've heard right. there's some chefs who will do that. Right. And then we, we 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 do kind of um we'll go back, but we but but then we kind of jump to Carmen Carmi kind of turns into that a little bit toward the end toward the end and really alienates his employees because he's so frustrated and he's so fr- stressed out that he turns into this kind of irrational you know, asshole to, for, for lack of a better term, but to be fair, cause he does like, he's really trying to get everything together and he's got, he's got people finally getting together. Sydney now is trying to make her own stamp on things or trying to create a new dish and trying to do all this stuff. And, you know, he's trying to get ready for dinner prep and trying to do this and stuff like that. Marcus is trying to, you know, perfect his donut, but he's got cakes to make and stuff like that. So I will say his kitchen was in disorder. Yes, I will say when Carmi flipped out on Marcus, I was like, yeah, Marcus, because when he was trying to make the donuts before and he couldn't, didn't have time to make the cakes, what happened? He tried to like run the mixer too much and it blew all the power in the fucking restaurant. They had to pivot and cook stuff outside because he was trying. It's like, do that shit on your own time. Yeah. You know? And then again, they were like, we need cakes, Marcus. Where are they? Because I'm running behind. It's like, because you're trying to make a fucking donut. Like, we need you to do your fucking job. Like, when your boss tells you to, like, at this moment, we need you to put that down. Right. Do what we told you to do. And then you come right. around the corner saying, oh, I figured it out. And you're still doing that one thing. And he smacked it out of his head. <laughs> but I love the fact that at least Carmi has a redeeming factor if he can tell when he's being a dick. Because, like, he knocked out his hand, but he bent down to take a bite to see if it was good. And he, like, he says, up going, fuck, it's delicious. Like, it was perfect. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just great that he could tell when he's being an ass. Yeah, Cindy did the same thing. Like apparently, she, we found out she ate it off the floor. Yeah, um, but we do learn. We do learn a little bit, a little bit more. They they do kind of deep dive into like Sydney a little bit as well. We learned Sydney had a, like a failed catering company. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they said she said that I was I was told I'm, I'm impatient. Well, he Cameron called all of his, her ex bosses, and that's what everyone told him. Yeah, like she's impatient, which 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 I get too, because she was trying to make a dish. He's trying to get in the middle of trying to get ready to dinner service together, and she's like, "Well, can we like put this dish on the menu?" And he's like, "We're in the middle of shit. Like talking about this shit later." So I kind of get why, but he obviously could have handled the situation a lot, yeah. lot, 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 lot better. But the cool thing about it is, you do see everybody start to like you know get yeah. on board tina finally gets on board she was rebelling against sydney and finally figures it out and finally says you know what i'm like she's up in my game she's helping oh, yeah. me i'm learning from her richie's really the last one to get on board and the only like the only thing that gets him on board really is like 
towards the end when they have that bachelor party in the place. Yeah. And like, obviously, Carmi is out there waiting for him after getting out of jail and everything mm-hmm. else. Like, that's when he's like, okay, you got my back. I got this. Like, right. I understand. Right. Um, they really do wait till the last episode to really kind of explain everything, which I thought was really, which I thought was cool that they really went in intentionally explaining everything that happened. Um, we they went do, very full circle. Yes. We do know that Michael was played by John Bernthal. Oh, he's so Which sexy. was completely random. Never thought so, he would be in there. He is so hot. He is so hot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I should say it thrice. So nice. I'm going to say it thrice. He is so hot. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot how hot John Bernthal is. I actually think he's aging backwards because he's like, I think he looks younger now than he did like years ago. Like in The Punisher? Yes. Um, but we do learn everything. So it's not one of those shows that like, has is like really artsy and weird for no reason. Because there really are some really cool some really cool shots, some really cool editing. Like the, it really, the really cinematography cool was the best part yes, to me. It really is really cool. I, I love the fact of, like, if you've never been to Chicago, you really get a f- real essence of, like, like the grit and what Chicago mm-hmm. is and some of, like, the mainstays. Because, like, the sandwich shop they work in is, like, it's supposed to be, like, the staple best beef, original beef sandwich of Chicago. Yeah, the beef of Chicago land, I believe is what it's called. I want to know if that's an actual, like, if there's something that's, that's supposed to be representing. If that's supposed to be one of the actual stores mm. in Chicago. I want one of those sandwiches. It looked good. Yeah, it looked really good. With the really peppers? Good. Oh. That's so good. Um, I think we can. Um, I feel like there's probably more that I want to talk about, but I think we can we can run into Bay of the Week. Yeah, we're 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 getting to that point. Yeah, let's go. All right, so we pulled our our biscuits out of the out of the oven. They yeah, look really nice. They look really cool. Got a lot of dough. Yeah, doughy. Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I for, what happened to that man? They don't do the Pillsbury commercials anymore, do they? They or, don't. Do I even see commercials anymore? But when I was streaming stuff, yeah, you're right. I, I pay. I don't pay for the no commercials Hulu, so they oh. just they just play the same two commercials every commercial break. Sometimes they play them twice <laughs> in a row, and I'm like, really, Hulu? If I'm gonna watch commercials, I at least want to see like you know some variety. Um, so Bay of the Week, I think you and I are aligned on this. So I and even though we haven't had a conversation about, it, I think we're gonna say it at the same exact time. No, I'm uh, no, say first. we're gonna say it at the same exact time. I'm gonna say three, and then we say it one, two, three. Carmi, yeah. He was good. I, the okay, and it was just out of respect for what he brought. Like he did justice to what a chef yeah. and somebody in the culinary arts would have experienced with the the attitude, the little bit of the arrogance, the the like barriers and not wanting to talk to people, the tattoos, the smoking habit. Like he picked up everything that a chef or somebody who like throw like. And I'm not trying to like just. You know, no, you've got the experience. I think you should. Please. Th- it's so accurate. He was spot on with everything. The personality, the mannerisms, the the like way he just held himself that hunched over, like because you're like smelling a pot. Like, mm-hmm. he, like he had that little bit of a hunch, always leaning forward, watching his food. He, he just he brought everything you needed for that character and did it perfectly. Yeah. I, I just thought from the acting a, a, acting aspect that he was really 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 good he was he was extremely he was extremely compelling mm-hmm. he was just he, i mean he, he really was like the the full-on standout um in this show i think for me an honorable mention um i think my honorable mention i don't think you, i think you'll be surprised 
my honorable mention is really Tina. Okay, no, I can give you that. Because I just because she didn't say a lot, but she was like a really emotive like her face, her facial expressions, how she's emotive. Like I think about the t- I think about when she when when Richie was still fucking around and yeah. she was like, "Hey." And she took him aside and she's like she had like a real conversation with him like, "Dude, we we we've got to get on board with this. Like you've got to be with us on this." And I'm like, so for me, she's an honorable mention, but full on Jeremy Allen White killed this. 100%. My 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 honorable mention would probably have been Tina or Sydney. Yeah. I but agree. but yes, Cindy kind of got my nerves a little bit because I was like, "Girl, put that fucking risotto down. We're in the middle of dinner service." Can we talk about her stabbing Reggie in the ass? That was funny. She just she didn't really stab him. He kind of walked into the knife, which yeah. like it still she stabbed him. Yeah, but it was yeah. accident. Yeah, that's hilarious. That was funny. Um, so yeah, Jeremy Allen White fucking killed it. Um, so let's go into watch or not. I think we can do this one at the same time too. So yes or no after three. One. I hate this game. <laughs> So it'll be, it, it, yes, it means it's a watch. No means it's not a watch. So one, two, three. Yes. No. Really? I liked it. it. I guess it all that I've said so far, I'm not compelled to watch a second season. I, having lived this in my life and knowing all this experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this is a weird way to say it, the show was almost too real. Like there was... Like when you see a good show or you see something that is is uh, that's not a reality TV show, mm-hmm. there's always some kind of like fantasiful like something out there mm-hmm. that like gives you hope or brings you in again. This was just life. It was literally just a portrayal of life, which was did a great job of it. I'm not gonna say the ca- the camera work was great. The emotions you felt were in there. I'm not compelled to continue watching. See, I, th- I think that's the reason why I will continue watching. I think I watch a lot of stuff. I watch a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. is not based in reality. Yes. A ton of shit. Like, and I can't even say sitcoms are, are, aren't based around because they're not. Like, nothing is like that. I mean, I watch, you know, Stranger Things. I watch The Boys. I mm-hmm. watch every single show I have. It's, if it's, Maybe it's a period piece, you know, like period yes. films. I don't know. Um, I watch a lot of that shit. So to see something that really is grounded in, in realism and something that could literally be happening in any city across yes. the across the United States right now in this moment. Mm-hmm. Not the exact scenario of like somebody inheriting a restaurant and trying to make it better, but this situation, this is happening every single day in 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 small restaurants, in local restaurants, in small little sandwich shops everywhere, taco trucks, food trucks. This is happening everywhere. Yes. I think that realism is really what I what I enjoyed is that this is a show that actually really just brought everything down for me in my slew of TV watching. Not just for this podcast, but just mm-hmm. in general, I, I I fall towards the fantasy, yeah, towards the sci-fi, towards the you know not real shit. Yeah. So I think that's why I really enjoyed it, and I, I'm actually interested to see where these characters go for the already consumed, already consumed, already confirmed season two. So I think it's a watch. Maybe okay. I don't. No, I mean I understand. No, 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 no. I, I'll say I'll, I'll give a cat. I might still watch season two, but I still say it's not a watch because season one, like I said, it was just it didn't, it didn't spark that for me. But again, I lived that. I was that for six plus years, so it, it wasn't like groundbreaking for me. Mm-hmm. And if it was groundbreaking, but, but it was I, great. I, 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 just, I, I, for me, I just, I just think it's a show. Like if you want, a, if you want a show that's real, yes, this is the real show. It it one hundred is is one hundred percent real. Cool, awesome. 
Well, yeah, thank you all for tuning in. As we said, soon in September, we're about a month, we're about a little bit over a month out. We're going to Austin, Texas. So if anybody from Austin, Texas is listening to this, um, give us some suggestions in Twitter or choose emails of like places to eat. Like, you know, we love to eat shit. Yeah. Or places to go drink. I know we're going to go out and experience the town. Yes, yes, yes. Or so, any local cool shops. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I, don't tell us Franklin's Barbecue. I'm not standing in line for four hours. I refuse. I'm just not going to do that. I'm sorry. I'm I, just, I'm, we, we already have Voodoo Donuts on the list. Yeah, I'm just Franklin's Barbecue. As much as I would love to eat at Franklin's Barbecue, I am not a line person. And I've heard you have to line up like Super fucking early. Actually, they have to, they they do have online orders now. You can do online orders. Hopefully, now. not like the online orders from the bear. Yeah. Um. So, but just not not there. We already know about Franklin's barbecue. You can tell us anything else though. Okay. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at WatchOrNotPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with J and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.